Hi, Michelle. Hi, Katamba. Great to have you back. Thank you, thank you. The month is ending. Yes. It has been November. Well, good. Busy as always, okay. but good. Very um, spiritual. Yes. Seeking the Lord. Okay. But very good. That's good. Mm. Uh, I have this question in mind. You know when um, you pray for something mm-hmm. and it's not happening mm. and God is not speaking, mm. what, would you t- what, would, what would be your response? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let me get my notebook first. You know, I like to you dissect. No, the one for scribbling Jesus stuff. Okay. That's for my alone time with God. So, is that my pen, Mr. Katamba? Yes. Oh, hello everybody. You're welcome to uh, this podcast. My name is Michelle and uh, my host is, um, I'm here with Mr. Katamba and we're so happy to have you back. I'd like to say thank you to everybody that tunes in every now and then. Um, We've really gone up in numbers. We're clocking um, 600. I want to thank you so much for everybody that's listening in. Um, I want to thank the Holy Spirit because he guides us on, on what to speak about. And, um, and um, yeah. We appreciate you. We appreciate you. Yes, that's the word. And before we get started, I'd like for us to pray. Okay. And then we can go to Katamba's question. All right. Lord Jesus, thank you so much for this day that you have made. We thank you for everybody that's listening out there. We thank you for us. We invite you, Holy Spirit, come and dwell in our midst and and, and give us words of wisdom to speak to your people. And we also pray that you um, give our listeners the ear of the learned so that they may pick out that which you need them to learn and and as we seek you reveal your word to us for every every question that comes along please give us an answer via your word don't let us speak according to what we know or our experience but according to your word in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen amen so mr katamba what's your question again my question is um you know when you're praying for example for a relative or friend who is sick and um and you feel like God is not answering. Yes, God is silent. God is silent. Yes. What would be your response uh, in that particular moment? Or how do you even go ahead? Where do you gather the courage and the strength to go on to pray for this person? What to do when God is silent? Exactly. What to do when? God is silent. God is silent. Yes. Okay. Now, this is what has come to my mind. First of um, how are you praying? From my experience? No! <laughs> um, how are you? Is what you're praying for in the will of God? Mm. Yeah? Yeah, it is in the will because, of God. Yeah, because it has to be in His will. Yes. You've, you've given an example mm. of um, somebody that's ill. Yes. What's God's will yes, for that, for that person? person. To God's will is for healing. You know, he said that you know, he went to Calvary so that you may have life and life in its fullness. Jesus came so you may have life and have it full. Yes. Yeah, but um, do you know that sometimes it's also God's will that people should go to heaven? Yes, I understand. You know that in Christ there's no death. <laughs> That's okay. Like we live continuously. First of all, in Christ we are a lot of years old. Yes. You, just because you were born in um, 2006 
doesn't mean you started to live in 2006. He knew you from way before. Yes. Jeremiah 1 5. Yes. Before you were formed in your mom's womb. Yes. He knew you. Yes. Your spirit was in heaven. Yes. It's just that it was time for you to come visit planet Earth via British Airways, via your mother's <laughs> stomach. <laughs> yeah? And then you start to live on Earth. Okay. Yeah? So the baby that you see in hospital is actually a very old individual spiritually. Okay. It's just that they've just come into a body. Interesting. And we all have our timelines. Yeah, we all have our timelines here on earth through God. Yes. In the beginning, people used to live for forever. Yes. Hundreds of years yes. in Genesis. True, I remember. Then when sin became monotonous, the years started to go down, to go down. But did you start and now when we consider COVID-19, people are dying at 30, yes. 35, yes. 40, yes. 20s even. Sure. So... Let's go back to the point of um, healing, praying for a person for healing. Maybe it is time for that person to go, like God purposed for them to live for X amount of years here on earth so they can go back to where they were before they came here. That's a bit harsh. It, no, it is not harsh. You see, <laughs> death is bad if you do not know who you are what? in Christ. And where you're going, maybe. And where you're going. True. Where see, you I've told you before, before your birthday, Yes. You existed. Yes. Okay, let's go to the word because I don't want you to think I'm speaking from from where? <laughs> from your books. <laughs> <laughs> speaking out of my books, yeah? Yes. So this is our first scripture as proof that we existed before our birthdays. Hallelujah. Amen. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. It says, "Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you." Before you were born, I sanctified you. I ordained you as a prophet to the nations. Hallelujah. Yeah? Yes. So before you were born, yes. he knew you. Yes. That we know. Yes. There's so many spirits up there in heaven. Yes. So when a, a husband and a wife come together yes. and they conceive, yes. that spirit comes down into the womb. The womb yeah. Please not have said husband and wife, not boyfriend and girlfriend, because premarital sex is bad. Katamba. Sure. Sure. So. Crush that. Hmm? Squash that. Yes. <laughs> so, then you live on earth. You have a purpose. Yes. Everybody has to have a purpose. Sure. When you're done with your purpose, then you can go. Sure. Judas Iscariot had a purpose. The sure. guy that betrayed um, Jesus. Yeah. He lived for X amount of years. Yes. What brought him down on earth was to betray Jesus. But so Jesus. Purpose. A bad purpose. Mm. A good one. <laughs> Gosh, you wouldn't be here. If Judas hadn't. Yes, yeah, scripture had to be fulfilled. Okay, yeah, sure. So we thank God so much for Judas. Yeah. Because without Judas, yes. Jesus would not have died. Yes. Michelle would not have left the parties true. and come to church. Hallelujah. And then I wouldn't sit here speaking with you hallelujah. in whoever is listening out there. Hallelujah. So do you see the hallelujah in Judas there? Makes sense. Thank you. Everybody has a purpose. Sure. Jesus had a purpose. True. How, how old was Jesus when he died? 33. Jesus was 33, right? Yes. But he was there before. Yes. In Genesis. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was, was. with God, and the Word was God. Yes. So in the beginning, Jesus was the Word. Yes. Yeah? After the word became flesh. That's all in John chapter 1. Okay. And then, after, please note John chapter 1. We shall read it for the masses so okay. they can relate. Okay. So Jesus lived for 33 years. Yes. And then he had to go back yes. to heaven. But he fulfilled his purpose. And we're seated here talking about Jesus. He still lives. Because he lived his, his life the way he's supposed to. So he's alive. So Jesus did not die. Okay. You get the concept? Yes. 
um, for the part of um, Jesus becoming flesh from the word is John chapter 1 verse 1 before we carry on we don't want to leave anybody behind in case it's the first time to encounter the word of God where is your Bible? Why are you not opening anything? I, uh, I'm supposed to get a new Bible. No, no, no. Feel comfortable with your Bible, please. Oh, okay. That's your lovely Bible. In fact, you will read for us John chapter 1, verse 1. John is in the New Testament. And I think it's the... Uh, is it the, fir- the, f- the fifth or fourth book? Yes. Mm-hmm. Chapter 1? Mm-hmm. Verse 1. Okay, uh, before the word began, mm-hmm. uh, the word was there. The word was with God, mm-hmm. and the word was God. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Um, he was there with God in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Everything was made through him, and mm-hmm. nothing was made without him. Mm-hmm. In him, there was life, and that life was light for the people of the world. Mm-hmm. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not, has not defeated it. Okay. Um, I'm looking for the part where the word becomes flesh. Read verse 14. Verse 14. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the word became man mm-hmm. and lived among us. We saw his divine greatness, mm-hmm. the greatness that belongs to the only Son of the Father. Hallelujah. Full of grace and truth. So, in the beginning, so now we're using Jesus as an example. We know oh, he was born in a manger. Christmas is coming. You're going to start seeing so many pictures of the supposed baby Jesus, yes. cows, yes. lights. Yes. We thank God for whoever was there to take pictures. Yeah? <laughs> I'm not but, by Christmas uh-huh. but you see, before he came, yes. before Jesus was born, he existed. Yes. John 1 1 has told us. Yes. In the beginning, it was just the word of God. Yes. God speaking to people about how he wants them to live. Yes. And them being disobedient yes. from the days of Noah onwards. Yes. And then God said, You know what? These guys need somebody they can relate with, yes. flesh, yes. a body. Yes. So the spirit of, 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 of Jesus becomes flesh so that he can go through what we're going through and then maybe we can listen to him and relate with him as, as flesh. Okay. So he stops, to, he stops to be flesh at 33. He goes back into spirit. He's in heaven. And now all of us are, Wee! according to the name of Jesus, praise King Jesus. So now you know yes. that death is not bad sure. if you have lived your purpose. Yes. So when you're praying for this person, that, oh God, please heal them, what, what is the will of God? Have they outlived their purpose? Or could it be that they are not well because they sinned somewhere? When you and I were starting this altar, um, we said every uh, in, in was it first second chronicles chapter six first chronicles chapter six i think it was um, hold on. one of the chronicles i never cram the books i just know what is in them but when i start to open then the bible speaks to me about where i'm going it's second chronicles chapter six one of the many reasons that that we are attacked by the enemy in this case the enemy being a disease for example like you said hmm? It's because we have sinned somewhere and God, God probably needs us to repent. I'm just giving you a scenario. Yes. This is not always the case. I'm just giving you examples of possible causes. Yes. Where did we read? Um, if... Aha. Uh-huh. Let's try and verse... Verse 36. 
second chronicles chapter 6 verse 36 it says when they sin against you for there is no one who does not sin that's in brackets and you become angry with them and deliver them to the enemy and they and they take them captive to a land far or near yet when they come to themselves in the land where they were carried captive and repent and make supplication to you in the land of their captivity saying we have sinned we have done wrong and we have committed wickedness and when they return to you with all their hearts with all their soul in the land of their captivity where they have been carried captive and pray towards the land which you gave to their fathers okay i can stop there because i think i've gotten the content that i need okay if i have sinned against god and he hands me over to an illness yes and maybe he wants to he needs me he needs me to repent so i can come back to him yes and then he can heal me yes. at the altar I'll, I'll go back to that same question of how have you been praying god heal this person heal this person maybe you need to go back to the drawing board and say father reveal to me the cause of this illness Nice. That's, that's a good one. We never know anything as individuals. Like we are, let me tell you, we are totally dafty. We are clueless. It's just like we like to walk around like we know, yeah. but we don't really know. So it's best to come to God in all humility and seek to understand. Because I told you, He's our Creator. Okay. He's the Father high up there, and we're the children. So when one of us uh, siblings, like if our sister is not well, we go back to daddy. What 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 is wrong with um? Uh, so and so how would you like us to pray okay. yeah go to jeremiah chapter um jeremiah 33 verse 3 we need to go back to our maker when you when you're starting to engage in um, praying for a person it's good for you to pray with understanding if, if you send yourself on some random episodes you will get tired yeah <laughs> So, so you'll get frustrated. Yes, you'll get frustrated. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3 says, Call to me and I'll answer you and show you great and mighty things which you do not know. Yes. So you do not know why this person has been ill for X amount of months or years and they're in so much pain and it bothers you so much. Yes. Come to the altar. Yes. Ask your father. Okay. Reveal to me, father. Reveal to me okay. the cause of this situation. Okay. Daniel chapter 2, I think 22, says he reveals deep and secret things. Let's open your Bible. You need to be chap chap when you're <laughs> with me. <laughs> Take a note, oh open your Bible, multitask. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Then you what? Chapter 2, verse 22. It says, God reveals deep and secret things. Yes. He knows what is in the darkness, and light dwells with Him. Hallelujah. So the doctors don't know what they're treating. You've spent so much money, and then, and then there's all sorts of medication that's very expensive so you go back to the drawing board and say father this whole thing is a is a mystery the doctors the family is spending so much money i am on my knees 24 7 please come and reveal to us these things what is the cause of so and so's illness because you have told us here that you know deep and secret things sure, hmm? sure. you know what is in darkness sure. please come because you are light you see god is light sure. we have read in john 1 1 yep. that he is light, light you remember yes. so 
please come and shed some light on this situation. What is the cause of this person's illness? If they seem somewhere involved, Chronicles has told us we repentance. go back in repentance. Because yes. God speaks, He will reveal to you. Sure. I told you God speaks. He speaks in dreams. Yes. Job 33 verse 30, uh, 14. 14. 14. 14. Yeah. 14. Yeah. He will speak to you. Job 33 verse 14 to 18. I'll find it quickly. Where's Uncle Job? There. Or is it? Did I see you? No, that was Job. I'm here. Uh-huh. 33 verse 14. Only uh, let me try so hard to trust your version. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> but maybe God um does explain what he does but speaks in ways that people don't understand. Mm-hmm. 15. Mm-hmm. He may speak in a dream, in a vision at mm-hmm. night when people are in deep sleep, mm-hmm. lying in their beds. Mm-hmm. He may whisper something in their ear and they are frightened when they, they hear his warnings. God wants people to stop from being from doing wrong and to keep them from becoming proud. I continue. Continue. Uh, he does this to save them from death. Hallelujah. Yeah. There's your answer. Mm-hmm. God speaks. Yeah. I'll read my version because I love my New King James version. Yeah. Oh. 33 verse 14 says, For God may speak in one way or another, yet man does not perceive it. Okay. God is always speaking. But we don't and if you go and so. ask your friend, you can ask them, What kind of dreams are you having? Like God, the spiritual world is real. For your friend to go and fo- to fall sick, it happened fast in the spiritual realm. Yes. That's why we have to operate in the spiritual realm to find out the cause. Yes. You go on your knees and ask the creator who knows it all. Yes. What's the cause of this? The Bible has told us he speaks more than once, but people do not understand him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He speaks in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls upon men, while slumbering on their beds. Verse 16. What, why, why does he do this? How does he do it? Sorry. I told you the word has to speak to you. Yes. So these four verses. Yes. First is the statement, sure. God speaks. Sure. How many times? Once or twice. Sure. Where? In dreams yes. and visions. Where his word. He's only given, given us about dreams, but there's the word of God. He speaks through people. God speaks as long as you're in the spirit. Sure. Yeah. And then he opens the ears of men. Now this is how he speaks. He opens the ears of men and seals them with instructions. Okay. Spiritually. Yes. When you fall asleep, Katamba, it is your body that falls asleep. Yes, your spirit, spirit never sleeps. sleeps. It's very active. That work. And whoever wants to do anything to you does it to your spirit. spirit your and then body. the body is affected. Okay. Everything that happens in the physical starts from the spiritual. The spirit, yeah. Everything you're seeing now, me and you seated here talking about God was preordained it happened in the spiritual world before Hallelujah. yeah so he opens up their ears okay. to give them instructions yes so maybe before this person fell ill god tried to say a few things be mindful of friend so and so she's not your friend sure. that jumper of yours that she took she took it to somebody <laughs> <laughs> reminds anyway, me of my journey <laughs> these things are real but let's not go there <laughs> verse 17 in order to turn man from his deed and conceal pride from him. Sometimes he's warning you. Sure. You know, pride is the worst thing ever. The Bible says before a, a big fall, 
pride comes first. Sure. So maybe he's warning you like, yo, don't do this because it will lead to that. Sure. Yeah? Sure. So there, that's the, another reason for him to speak. Then, verse um, 18, which applies to us, he keeps back his soul from the pit. God keeps back man's soul from the pit. Yes. In his life from perishing by the sword. Sure. So, when we go back to ask him, we're simply saying, why is so-and-so in this situation? What can we do? Sure. First of all, forgive us if you spoke earlier, but we weren't paying attention. Sure. But we want to pray in a way that you will answer us. Okay. So please reveal to us. Okay. You said we should call unto you. Mind, mind you, we're praying. Every time you're quoting scripture, you're praying. You're praying yeah. yeah. And for me, this is how I pray. I'm not your ordinary or on my knees for two hours. Lord God, this, that, and the other. I quote scripture. Okay. Yeah, I That's quote scripture like I, because I know scripture is, 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 is what heals. The Bible says he sends forth his word and his word delivers us. That's good. It heals us and delivers us from destruction. So we want your friend to be healed. That's why I asked you, how are you praying? The first step we're asking God, why? Why is this happening? And when he tells us what's happening, we ask the Holy Spirit, guide us, how should we pray for her? Huh? So we've, we're asking God why this is happening. Okay. When you ask him, he will speak. Sure. Remember at the altar, yes. the last step is be still, wait yes. to hear from God. Sure. If you don't hear anything, maybe he will show you something in a dream. Sure. Maybe he will reveal it to you in whichever way. Just stay in the spirit. When you've asked God something, stay in the spirit. Be tuned in spiritually. That is why fasting is good. Yeah? Because the Bible says that certain things do not go away except um, through prayer and fasting. fasting. Yeah. And I can't find that scripture. Can you help me Google it? Yeah, I know it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, by the way, guys, I use Google a lot. Sorry guys, we got distracted a bit. Um, we were talking about um, fasting. The, the reason why I brought fasting into the picture, so we're asking, we we're trying to ask God, what could be the issue with your friend? I brought fasting into the picture because when you fast, you're killing the flesh yes. and elevating your spirit. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Remember everything we're dealing with is spiritual. Sure. You want to hear from God. God is a spirit. Yes. And now you know, Katamba, you are a spirit. You're a spirit being. Yes. Before you got this housing anyway, thanks to your mom and dad. <laughs> yeah? So, this body flesh, <laughs> which we pay so much attention to, yet it's useless somehow. But we won't get there. So, um, you elevate your spirit. Okay. And when you're fasting, and you're, you're fasting in the right way, which is Isaiah 58. We shall talk about it sometime in future, a righteous fast. You are aligned with the word of God. When you spend a lot of time in the word as you're fasting, you hear from God quicker. Yes. And he'll reveal these things to you. Yes. Um, I was talking about Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. It says, um, it says, uh, however, this kind does not go away except through prayer and fasting. Why do they say prayer and fasting? Praying, you pray to God to help you. But fasting makes it quicker because it opens up your spiritual antennas. You hear from God faster. Sure. If you're fasting the right way. There's rules 
in regulations on how to do a, a fast that's productive. Yeah. There's things you're supposed to do and things you can do. Yeah. And then there's a whole lot of benefits. That's, an, it, that's Isaiah 58. It's a long one. Sure. It's a different teaching on its own. But we go to God to ask, why is our friend ill? And then he will reveal to us why our friend is ill. When he reveals to us why our friend is ill, then we go to the Holy Spirit of how do we yes. pray about this? Okay. And how do we pray number two? What's the necessary scripture? The sickness that sister being your friend, what name should we call your friend? Let's say Mr. X. Okay. The sickness that is disturbing Mr. X is spiritual. Everything, guys, I want us to focus on the spiritual world. People don't pay attention to it. But this, I think it's in 2 Corinthians. Can you help me look it up? It says, uh, focus on the things which are unseen. And guys, I want to give you a tip. I find Google so useful because I've got a whole ton of scripture in my head. But I'm not good at, at, at cramming uh, chapter this past that, you know. But I know the content. And sometimes when I want to find what I'm looking for, Google is my friend. So I go to Google, I type scripture, and I say a few keywords, and I'm it's given. Colossians, right? No, it's not Colossians. What I'm looking for is in Corinthians. <laughs> but maybe even Colossians has something uh, similar. What, focus on the things that are above. Katamba. Yes, that's what you said. I said um, we focus on the things which are unseen. Unseen, okay. Mm. It's 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. 2 Corinthians... Second Corinthians four eighteen. So Second Corinthians chapter four verse eighteen reads Katamba. Please read. All right. Um, it says. So we think about what we can't see, not what we see. What we see lasts only a short time, and what we can't see will last forever. I thank God so much that we're getting a new Bible next week. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. It says, While we do not look at things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. So they're saying to us, Do not focus on the things that are seen. They try to pay attention to the unseen. For the things which are seen are temporary, but the things which are unseen are internal. They are forever. And what do we mean by the things which are unseen? The things that you don't see with your physical eyes. Those are the ones that we should pay attention to. The things which you look at with your physical eyes, don't pay attention to. I can even this, I can turn this round to the lady you're going to marry. Don't focus on what you see hot body, long blonde hair, blue eyes. Should we we go African? No. Big, big hips, big behind, juicy legs. That's enough. Yeah. (laughs) Don't focus on the things which are seen because they're temporary. I was actually reading the book. After she's given you twins, she's going to blow up and she'll be round and and what you fell for shall not be there anymore. Focus on the unseen. What's the state of her heart, Mr. Katamba? But let's let's go back to your friend who's Mr. X. (laughs) We shall come back to the females (laughs) later. So 
Father, Mr. X does not look well. What's the problem? The doctors are saying this, and then according to what textbook that they studied, they've, they've given us a number of names, like it could be this disease, all those fancy long names, like in the encyclopedia. But, I mean, this is what they see. But Father, what do you see? Yeah. What is the cause? Yeah. We've done seven tests, and they've all come out negative. Yes. So the scripture is saying, no, you don't focus on what you see. Focus on the unseen. Come to your knees. Deal with the spiritual world. Oh, Father, reveal to me. Tell us. Tell me what is it that we don't see. What are we treating? Okay. And then he'll tell you. And then you come back to the spirit world. How? Using scripture. Because what's disturbing your friend started in the spiritual realm. Okay. Hmm? Okay. So, disease is caused by the enemy. Satan, he came to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus came so we may have life and have it fully. So we come to Jesus. We come to the word of God. We come to the Holy Spirit. Like, how should we pray? For example, if the Holy Spirit reveals to you that it is, um, what, this disease, for example. Yeah? And then you come and look for scripture. First of all, the Holy Spirit might drive you into repentance. I told you that. Yes. Or he sinned uh, in this manner, so yes. let us repent on their behalf yes. so that God can forgive him. Because he told us in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, 14, my people who are called by my name, yes, if they humble themselves and turn from their wicked ways. But let's read it because I don't want to mix it up. So is there something that this person needs to turn from? Yes. 2 Chronicles, open 2 Chronicles chapter 7. Is, is there some wickedness in the family that we need to turn from for God to work so that we don't kill the man with morphine and things, yet it's, uh, it's spiritual and we need to address it on our knees so God can work? Second Chronicles chapter 7. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Verse, verse 14. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do, you want to, do you want me to read again? Yes, please. <laughs> I'm enjoying myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, it says, um, and if my people who are called by my name become humble and pray and look for me and turn away from their evil ways, then I'll hear, I'll hear them from heaven. I'll forgive their sin and heal their land. Hallelujah. Amen. So you sought the Lord, you humbled yourself and you asked him, what's going on with Mr. X? So you've, you, and then it also requires turning from your wicked ways because God doesn't hear the prayers of a wicked man. The Bible says the fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Thank you. So if you're not righteous, perhaps you should be eating some chicken and chips instead of going on your knees. <laughs> oh, wait, even the person who's praying for hey, this person. You have to be clean. Okay. You can't go to a battle to, 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 to try and save your friends who are being shot down when your leg is broken. How will you carry them? <laughs> you need to cleanse yourself. Okay. When we're starting up the altar, the steps, um, not the steps, the how to dedicate your home, God stressed it enough about, please repent, 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 repent. Because sure. when, when we sin, we open the door for the enemy to, to come enter. in and yeah. give us all manner of diseases. True. So the first step is always to repent. True. Forgive us. Because it's in the forgiving business. He True. said if we confess our sins, it's faithful and just to forgive us. So, sorry if I'm not giving you the actual scriptures, but you can Google them. I already gave you that tip. So, we come to the um, God, who is the spirit, to appeal to our spirit being. Yeah? 
I am so sorry. Forgive me or you repent on behalf of the other person and I am turning from my wicked ways, which means you change. Yeah. If he reveals to you that you are suffering from this because you made so many chicks cry, <laughs> at the tender age of 30, you have 14 exes, none of them has something polite to say. So you go and repent for these broken hearts, for all the chicks that you've met, um, you've met them cry. Yeah? Every important. tear that we cry is kept by God. So if there's so many females out there crying because of you and God is revealing to you that that's why I put you in that position because you're making my daughters cry, then you go back and repent and then you change from your wicked ways. You turn from your wicked ways. And then he says, then I will hear you. You ask me why God is not hearing your prayer, right? Yes. Then I will hear you from heaven yes. and heal your land okay. and heal Mr. X. Yes. I will hear Mr. X from heaven. And when God reveals that to you, you go to Mr. X and say, you know what? I feel like we should repent for this. And then Mr. X will burst into tears like, how did you know? It happens. I've seen it happen okay. to, to a good number of people. You say, you know what? God wants us to repent for this. With all your heart. Repentance scripture, uh, Psalm 51, David. The Bible says a broken, and let's run quickly to Psalm 51. I don't want to assume that I'm speaking to a person who is on the same level as you, Mr. Katamba. Some people need slow paced guidance. Someone. Psalm 51. It's a good one for repenting. Okay, that's right. All of it is, but I want to pick out. You read the whole of it. Okay. A prayer of repentance, Psalm 51. Okay. God be merciful to me. Uh, uh, we're going to read the whole chapter. Uh, okay. I want, it's very long. <laughs> I want to, 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 to um, read. Um, it says, verse 17, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. So I've told you when you go to visit Mr. X in hospital and you tell him, I think we need to, um, we need to repent for um, embezzlement and, and corruption. Okay. And then you start to see his eyes water like he knows. He's told so much during the COVID season. <laughs> and, that, and that's why this affliction is upon him when he calls for repentance, okay. you know. Okay. And, 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 and it has to be from the heart. Yes. That is what God will not despise, not just repentance of the lips. <clears throat> And when he repents, then he starts to recover. And they're not even putting a drip on him, not even Panadol, but he starts to get better. Because everything is spiritual. I've said to you, focus on the unseen. What is seen can be deceptive. Yeah? So, there's there's that side as well. That's why I asked you in the beginning, how? (laughs) You're saying you've prayed for years, but how are you praying? Number one, do you know the root cause? And if the Holy Spirit has given you the root cause... Has it guided you on how to pray about it? Yeah. It could be general illness and, and, and it's just a malfunctioning of the body. But then the, the Holy Spirit will give you a scripture relating to healing and then you can pray through that. And you don't even have to go to hospital. First of all, the person you're praying for has to have faith. We have a story of the centurion in the Bible. He went to Jesus and said, uh, please pray for, I have somebody at home that's not well. And Jesus like, oh, I'm so busy, I can't come. Centurion said to him, but you see, you, you're powerful. You can, me, I'm a, I'm a soldier. I say to people, stand up, they stand. I say to them, sit, they sit, sit. which means you can just say, send your word. And then my, my person will be well. 
And Jesus was amazed, like, whoa, I've never seen such faith. And Jesus said the word. And then the centurion drove back home on his horse. Back in the day, they used horses. He got home the following day, I think. And then they said to him, oh, the child is well. He asked, what time did the child get well? 1 p.m. That's the exact time that Jesus sent the word. So we have a lot of power. We have a lot of authority. authority. Not power, authority. Yes. Via the word of God. If you know what you are doing. Sure. And knowing what you're doing starts with, with reading the word of God and being familiar with scripture and being close to the Holy Spirit. All these things that I've told you that, oh, go and ask God, God will tell you. He won't tell you when you're chilling at KFC or driving down, talking all random garbage. And, and you have to be in the presence of the Lord. Okay. You have to be at the altar. You have to be in the word. Okay. Father, speak with me. Okay. Speak to me, Lord. Your servant is listening. Yeah? Yes. And you know, when you are in a relationship with God, he won't let these things happen before informing you. Because God is a spirit. We are spirit beings. True. So when he knows an enemy is planning an attack on you, he warns you. That's in Amos 3, 7. Can you look for Amos? Amos chapter 3, verse 7. So when you're friends with your Bible, it, it's rare that something catches you off guard. Yeah, and you know I scripture is. God warns you, like you get into operating the spiritual in the unseen. It's a lot more fun. And and for me, I've always loved mystery. So when I learned this, I was so amazed, like, whoa, you mean you can tell me things before they happen? Um, okay, I'm there. Amos chapter 3, verse 7, what does it say? Okay, um, it says, um, you sent my people to the faraway place, but I'll, I'll bring them back and I'll punish you for what they did. For, what, for what you did. Amos. Oh, sorry. Where is that? Sorry. I was in, that's okay. I was in Joel. Ah, that's okay. Amos is not too far from Joel. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You found it? Yes, 317. 317. Um, 317. Yeah. Okay, it says, when the, Lord, when the Lord God decides to do something, He will first tell His servants, the prophets. Hallelujah. Amen. So now we know He'll never do anything without revealing it to His servants first. Yes. He'll never do anything without revealing it to His friends first. Yes. He's cool like that. So make sure you're his friend. Okay. What does a friend mean? Constant communication. Everything Who is that person on your phone every day? Even when the fly has crossed the living room, like, yo, guess what? There's a fly on the wall. Her name is Winnie. Aha, uh -huh. so you have Winnie, you always call Winnie, and you tell her, oh, guess what just happened? Or guess what I've just seen? That's the same case. Because there's then, you never let anything happen without revealing it to Winnie. Guess what, Winnie? I'm changing jobs. I feel like I'm, I need a better pay. And, you know, you let your friend know. So we need to get to that position with God. He says, my version says, Amos chapter 3 verse 7, it says, Surely the Lord does nothing unless he reveals his secret to his servants, the prophets. Like, surely, assuredly, I'll never let anything happen without telling you. There's a guy that has a very good relationship, um, had, I think he still does, Abraham, <laughs> since us guys now don't die, like I explained. Okay. A very good relationship with um, God, Abraham. Um, I think I'm going to have to contact Google because it's in Genesis, the part where uh, God is planning to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Genesis 
ask Google to help us find that beat. It's in the, the beginning, the early chapters. 1820. Thank you. I found it. Genesis chapter 18. Okay, here it says 19. There's 18 and 16, and then there's 19 or so. Okay, so we can start from 16. Abraham intercedes for Sodom. Yeah? Let's just read along and then we shall find. But what I want to explain is um, God was going to destroy Sodom, the city. But he first came and, and told his friend, he said, I can't do anything without telling my friend Abraham. Yes. Yeah, we start from 16. Then the men rose from there and looked towards Sodom. And Abraham went with them to send them away. These are the angels that God had sent to go destroy um, that place. Verse 17. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation. And all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. Hallelujah. Can I destroy Kampala without telling my friend Katamba? Can I let Mr. X go without telling Katamba first? Like he'll tell you months before it happens that you know what? I'm bringing that one back home. Some people know when they'll die. Sure. Those that are aligned with him. Sure. Those that have understood God, ask them to take... He asked, they asked him to take them away. I know a preacher, a man of God, he said, Father, I've enjoyed my spiritual walk with you so much. I love my journey with you, but I don't want to finish in a bad way. I want, I want to check out of the, the physical body when you and I are still in check, when you and I are still best friends in sync. So please take me. I don't want to stay on earth and get carried away by the chopper that you're going to give me. and Because, I mean, let me just come to heaven. And he made it happen. So those that do not know, I think you, you can find them at the funeral. Oh my God. Oh my. You know these guys at funeral places that say, oh, it's the Lord who gives, the Lord who takes. You know, they, they say certain words like, oh, it's the Lord's will. Or, and, and sometimes these statements don't make sense. Yeah. Especially if you don't know exactly what it means. Then there's people that blame God sure. for taking um, their friend away. Sure. But when you are aligned with the Lord and he reveals to you, according to Daniel 2.22 and, and, and Jeremiah 3.33.3, when he reveals to you, he, he almost prepares you. So when it happens, you're not among those that are not eating and, and they're sneezing away and they have red faces because they were caught off guard. <laughs> for you, instead, you're thinking, Father, thank you for letting me know. This doesn't it doesn't feel good give me the strength okay. i know my person is in a good place sure. because you told me it's easier and then those that don't have god they look at you funny at the funeral like this chick has got no feelings i remember when my mom passed on god rest her soul a relative came to me and said to me why aren't you falling all over the place everyone was falling it's, it's what's expected right yeah. like why aren't you all over the place yeah I wished I could sit her down for 20 minutes to explain to her why, but we didn't have the time. Okay. I don't remember the answer I gave her, but the truth is, I knew. My God never lets anything happen without revealing to me. Hallelujah. And he always has a good reason. Hallelujah. Yeah? 
So not every death is a bad death. It's only bad if you didn't know and the enemy came and still killed and destroyed. And the person who was gone has not even given their lives to Christ. So they are gone for good to become um, roast chicken <laughs> all the rest, all the days of their lives. Sure. But if the person gave their life to Christ, then it's a different story. You know that they've just checked out of the physical and the spiritual. It will be a reunion. Hallelujah. So everything stops to be so bad when you are in God. If he tells you this, one's, this, this one is approaching the expiry date, you know how to go about it. In fact, instead, he can use you to comfort the family and the person that's leaving. You make sure that they're very aligned with God before they check out. Sure. So everything is good in, in Christ. Everything is good in the Lord. Everything is good in the word of God. That's why he says in every situation, give thanks. Rejoice in the Lord always. But it starts with knowing. When you don't know, then there's no reason to rejoice. True. Have I answered your question more? Very well. Uh, very well. Thank you so much. Uh, maybe what will be your last remarks on the same? Just to bring the, home, the point home. Oh, just to bring the point home? Mr. Katamba, for example, has somebody that's not well in the hospital. And they've prayed and prayed and prayed. But they feel like God is doing nothing. It's probably because they're talking to themselves. They're not listening out because prayer is um, with God is a two-way two-way communication. Yeah, first you ask why is this happening? Why is this person not recovering? What should we do? And then the Holy Spirit will speak to you, and then you, the, the Holy Spirit will show you which direction to take. If there need, if there needs to be healing, He'll show us how. If if there needs to be uh, if there needs to be healing, he'll put the people in place to help with the healing process, the right physicians, the right scriptures. If it's a case of uh-uh, there's people you kneel down to pray for, and God says, please don't waste your time with that one. Move <laughs> on to there's guys that are gift, gifted with intercession, sure. like they pray for other people, sure. and you're praying and praying, and God says, please on to the next task, not that one. Sure. So it's it's again it's about your relationship with God. And I'll, I'll urge everybody out there, spend time in the Bible. Spend time in the Word. I know this book looks like, especially mine, eh? so many pages, very small letters. Like, what does she even mean? Some tips I can give you are, um, every time you open your Bible to read it, first go to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. Ephesians 1, 17. Pray through Ephesians 1.17. And when I say pray through, read it, meditate on it, call it into action, like to work for you. Ephesians 1.17. I'll be nice enough, Katamba. I will not ask you to read your version. I'll just go ahead and read mine. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. It says... That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory in his inheritance, the saints. Praise King Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeah. So before you start reading the word, 
read Ephesians 1.17. Now, that one, I think, Katamba, you need to write it on a sticky note and put it somewhere on sure. your wall. I'm going to do that. Before you open any other book, go to this one. And you call out to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory. Glory. Yeah. I want us to focus on glory. glory. We come to God because he's the Father of glory. You're not happy about your friend's um, situation, for example, that's not well. Because you feel like the condition he's in, does, it's not glorious. Yeah? It's, it's very, very stressful. So you go to the Father of glory. And how do you go to the Father of glory? You go to his word. And as you're reading his word, you say to him, Father, give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, in the knowledge of your word. I don't want to read my Bible like I'm reading newspapers and bam, in the bean and tomorrow I have forgotten. No, I want to read with understanding. So give me the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that I may know you, I know, so I may know what you can do for me. Sure. So I, I may know the capacity of who you are so that I may be comfortable in you, sure. that I may put you first in my life so that I may be forced to wake up at midnight just to seek you because I know that you're powerful. Yeah? Let the word that I, re- I read reveal to me who you are. Let it trigger me to want to look for you more. Yeah? And then that the eyes of my understanding be enlightened. When I read, I get revelation. Like one scripture pushes me onto another. I, I'm all over my Bible because my eyes have got this supernatural torch. That when I read something, I see it like it comes to life. It's not dead to me, yeah? So that I may know what is the hope of God's calling. So that I may know what to do in certain situations. So that I may know how to pray, how to act. Every time I read the word, I'm looking at examples of guys that have been through several things that I'm going through right now. So I may know how to apply this to my life. So I may know how to meditate. Praise King Jesus. And then that way, I may access the riches of glory. That I may know my inheritance as a born again. Do you know there's born against that don't know what they have in Christ? Sure. They don't know their inheritance. Sure. Yet their father is the richest. The, world's, the, the Bible says the world and everything that is in it belongs to their father God. But they're walking about frustrated. Even when they say praise God, they're not smiling. Like it's not from the bottom of the heart. Because they have not understood the, the, the gold that they have in him. So that, that's what this scripture is saying. Father, let me understand what I am reading so I may enjoy this. I may enjoy this journey more. Sure. So that, that's all. That, that, that's the only conclusion I can think of to drive this point home. Thank you so much. Michelle. Thank you. Thank Do you want you to too. pray for anyone there that is praying for someone? <coughs> okay, let's humble ourselves and pray. But first off, this prayer can only work if you're walking with the Lord. Amos chapter 3 verse 3 says, How can two walk together except they agree? True. So Mr. Katamba, if you're not walking with Jesus and you're turning to Jesus, come and help me with this person that's not well, it's hilarious. <laughs> Do you know these phone calls that you get sure. and um, you think to yourself, oh, who is this? I don't even have this number saved. Then you put the phone away. Mm-hmm. But then there's those like Winnie, when they call, you pick up immediately. You even know where you stopped. So you know what they're going to send next. Like season two is coming because <laughs> you are together. Sink. Two cannot walk together except they agree. Hallelujah. You cannot walk with God and the power that He has in His Word 
unless you agree. Sure. And how do you agree? You give your life to Christ. Sure. So, you, so that you can qualify for Amos 3.7. Sure. He never lets anything happen without revealing it to you. Because sure. you're his tight friend. Sure. Yeah? All right. So I'd like to call everybody to come and walk with Christ and agree with Christ. Please put your hands on your chest. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you for today. Thank you for the word that you've shared. Thank you for the word you've shared. I want to have access to your power. I want to have access to your power. I want to give my life to you. I want to give my life I to want you. to walk with you. I want to walk with you. I confess, I confess that I am a sinner. That I'm a sinner. But I know, but I know that, you came, that you came. That I may have life. That I may have life. Father. Father. Please give me life. Please give me life. Remove my names. Remove my names from the book of death. From the book of death. Write my names. Write my names in the book of life. In the book of life. I confess. I confess with my lips. With my lips that I am born again. Born again. Come into my life. Come into my life. Make me your Lord and Savior. I will, I'll make you my Lord and Savior. I'll make you my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' mighty in name. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I want to come to you with everybody there that is not feeling well. I present them to you, King of Glory. And I ask, Father, now that they have given their lives to you, Lord, now that they are walking with you, Lord, I pray that you come into their lives and open their spiritual eyes. You have told us in um, 2 Corinthians that we should not focus on the things which are seen, the symptoms that we see on our physical bodies, but we should focus on the unseen. Father, now that these ones have given their lives to you, they are aligned with who you are spiritually. I pray that you open up their spiritual eyes to reveal to them the cause of their illnesses, oh God. I pray that their spiritual antennas are very, very clear so that they can hear from you. I pray, Lord, that you reveal to them the cause of the situation that they are in. And then after you reveal to them, Lord, I pray that you forgive them for their sins forever, wherever they have fallen short of your glory. You said that if we confess our sins, you will forgive us. You have told us that there is nobody who is not a sinner. So, Father, as we repent, we pray that you send your precious blood to wash away every sin, to cleanse our hearts, to purify our hearts so that you can sit within us. And after we have repented, oh God, help us to change our ways. Help us to guard our hearts well so that the devil doesn't have any more access to our hearts. We open up our hearts for the Holy Spirit to come and sit inside us. We open up our minds. We open up our understanding. We yield ourselves to you, King of Glory. Come and be with us. Come and guide us, Father. The Bible says that there's ways that seem right to man but only lead to, the, to destruction. I thank you so much that we are no longer in that category because from today onwards we shall be led by you. Because you've said we should call unto you and you'll answer us and you'll tell us great and mighty things that we do not know. Come and give us solutions to our problem, King of Glory. Come and reveal to us your healing power. Now that we have repented, you said that when we repent, you will heal our land. Now that we have cleansed ourselves, now that we have repented, we ask that we start to see your healing power and we believe, King of Glory, we believe that you have healed us. We believe that you have healed us. We believe in the power of your word. And Father, we continue to hand our spirits unto you, Lord. Guard us, Father. Put a wall of fire around us so that there's no more room for the enemy to come back into our hearts. Help us to live a repentant life so we don't give the enemy legal rights to our system to abuse us with all manner of diseases ever again in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much because you have healed us. Thank you so much, Father. And for everybody that has prayed this prayer, I pray that you fill our hearts with the peace of God that transcends all human understanding because we have 
we have prayed to you, like you said to us in Philippians chapter 4, verse 6, that be anxious for, in, for nothing in prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Make, make your request known to God, and the peace of God that transcends all human understanding shall guard your heart through Jesus Christ. Father, we have repented, we have prayed, we have given thanks, and we have recognized you. Now we pray that you help us to believe that you have healed us, because without faith, nothing can be done. We saw several cases in the in the new testament where you said your faith has healed you i pray that for those that are, have been that have not been well and that you have started to heal them i pray for them that you elevate their faith levels so that you may be able to work give them peace father we come against the spirit of anxiety the spirit of fear because you told us lord that you've not given us the spirit of fear but of love of power and sound mind i pray that you give these ones sound mind so that they don't think negatively so that they don't confess negatively so that they can believe in the word which you have told them and in the word that you have sent them to heal them and deliver them from destruction in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Michelle, for thank that prayer. You. prayer. You're welcome. And uh, thank you so much for always coming through to bless so many people on this platform. We bless the Holy Spirit. And may God bless you too. Amen. God bless you too. Catch Bye. you on the next one. Okay.